Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Now, Greta Thunberg, she has been in the news quite a bit recently. The young woman who is, well, leading this worldwide campaign and has started from her sitting in the street herself uh, on environmental issues. And there's been so much talk recently about her campaigning. And I was involved in a conversation where uh, a woman in my company actually said to me, you know, you should do that on the radio. That Greta uh, Thunberg, she's under such pressure. Uh, I think it's really unfair that she's carrying all of this on her shoulders. And I was, I was thinking, you know, earlier in the week of maybe bringing it up. And then I looked on social media and I could see the number of women on social media who were condemning any man who questioned Greta Thunberg's mental ability, her capacity, or indeed the fact that it was difficult to concentrate on what she was saying because she was so emotional in the way that she was saying it. And then I thought, well, actually, I'm not going to bring it up because I have a great admiration for this young woman and I think she is leading a campaign that needs to be led. But it is a fair enough point to make that the woman in my company was making that she worries for her from from a mental health perspective and she worries about whether or not people are going to take her so seriously or take her seriously when she speaks so dramatically about what's happening to the climate and then we come across Fanola who can get us out of a hole and say it for us instead Fanola Meredith Fanola good morning Morning, Frank. You see, yeah. the, you see the dilemma I'm in. I, 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 I didn't want to bring this up on the radio because the social media trolls who are, you know, ready to condemn anyone who puts anything up there and who would be along the lines of criticising any man who questions Greta's ability to do her job uh, properly will be, will be monitoring everything that is being said. But I, I've bought into a line that you've put in your article this morning where you, you, you say, um, I find it difficult to concentrate on the content of what she was saying because all I could see was a terrified child hopelessly alone and cast adrift in apocalyptic dread. You're very much along the lines of the woman that I was in the company of. That's how she felt. I'm full of admiration for Greta, but I do worry for her, uh, to be honest. Yeah, well, I'm very much coming from the same place, and that's why I decided to write my column in the Belfast Telegraph about this issue, because when I was watching Greta um, address the Climate Action Summit at the United Nations. I'm sure lots of us have seen that on the news. 
Um, I, I just thought it was it was shocking. I, I did find it hard to concentrate on what she was saying because she just looked looked unsounded, so utterly terrified. Um, and I just thought that's that's too much for for a young, you know, troubled pair of shoulders. Um, she's only sixteen, and also the reason we know she's troubled is that. Her, her parents have, have written a book with her cooperation and that of her sister about their family. And in that book, um, Greta's own struggles with various mental health issues are, are detailed. So, you know, that information is out there. Her parents decided to put it out there. We know that now. So it, it, it troubles me that she could, you know, be, be put in a position that, okay, yes, you, I suppose you could come back and say, well, she wants to do this. She's 16. She knows her own, own mind. And certainly she's moving towards adulthood, that's for sure. And I do admire her. I ad, uh, admire her her passion and her commitment. And, and, and she's so articulate. It's so impressive. But she is still only a child. So that's why when you when you hear things like, you know, the Pope said to, to, to Greta, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Well, I thought, yeah, okay, but at what cost to Greta herself? Do you have a concern? You do, because it comes across in the article, but how, how big, how yeah. great is the concern that the anxiety that she seems to be suffering from, or at least having to cope with, is actually being transferred to other children? You say rising numbers of children are being treated for eco-anxiety. They're, they're, they're so worried about the planet that they're getting themselves to use a colloquialism, flustered. Yeah, they totally are, and and that's no good for them. You know, no matter what the concerns are about the planet, and those concerns are huge. I'm no climate change denier. You know, climate change definitely poses an existential threat to humanity. You know, we have to be real about that, about the enormous, um, you know, the scale of that and the complexity of that. There's no doubt about that in my mind. But if children are becoming so fearful that they are immobilised by it, that, that, they, that they can't function properly, that they're having to go to to doctors or psychologists or therapists for help with this. Well, that's not going to do them or the planet any good, in my in my opinion. Um, so I think that there's, a, there's a difficulty here because it's not just about Greta Thunberg um, inspiring young people, which she definitely does, that's for sure. But she herself and others seem to be so overwhelmed with fear that, you know, all sense of of calm or proportion or being able to cope seems to be going out the window. But that's the way young people are, isn't it? They they become emotionally involved in any campaign that oh, yeah. they're attached to. Oh, emotionally involved, no bother. But if they're if they're becoming so overwhelmed by anxiety that they can't cope. I mean, that's no good. Surely we can all agree on that. However, she can see a future that will impact on her children. I, 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 I should be seeing a future that could impact on my grandchildren, possibly, if I ever have any grandchildren. It's, 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 it's that bit further away for a middle-aged man. For, for her, she sees it as coming really soon because number one her her life is has been much shorter and the crisis is much closer than it was for me i i didn't i had other troubles growing up in northern ireland when i was a 16 year old but th- there's no ignoring what these young people have to face there's no ignoring that they're in the last chance saloon well you know that's quite a mode of language and you know yes there's as i've already said Climate change is a huge existential threat. It is. 
I mean, there's no getting away from that. But surely what we have to teach our children, whereas whether it's parents or teachers or psychologists or whoever it may be, what, what actually I think it is primarily the job of a parent is to give your children a sense of fundamental safety. Because you see, without that, they can't cope. And, and yes, of course, the, the world is an unpredictable, scary, uncertain place. It always has been. And, you know, as long as it lasts, it always will be. So you, surely what we should be doing is, you know, equipping young people to feel that, yes, there are all these, you know, terrible threats out there, but that they feel safe within themselves. And quite clearly, it seemed to me, as an outside observer, Greta is is not feeling safe. I mean, she said so herself when she addressed world leaders in Davos. You know, these are the words she said. She said, I want you to panic. I want you to feel the fear I feel every day. It's heartbreaking. You know, she's suffering. You know, and this goes beyond any one cause. As I said in the Telegraph column, I don't think there's any cause on earth that could justify a child being left to drown in her own terrible fears. I just don't. Yeah, I, I, and I'm with you on, on that description as you give it there. But when I mentioned the Last Chance Saloon, you said that's emotive language. Do, do you not think we are as close to the, the, the crisis with a capital C as, we, as we, many of us think we are, as Greta certainly thinks we are? Yeah, I do think we are under serious threat. I, I'm in no way denying the enormity of that or the complexity of that. You know, getting sort of washing yourself adrift with fear is no way to actually deal with that. You're not even going to be effective in dealing with that. You know, if you look at the, the young people who have been affected by the so-called eco-anxiety, you know, if, if saving the planet is their goal, if they are immobilized by fear to the extent that they can't function, well, they're, they're not going to be able to make any change in the world. You have to start from a place of relative safety. And I think that that's what, you know, young people need to be helped to find. And if they don't have that, yeah, you're, you're, you're you know, where are they? Yes, you're worried, and understandably, for, for the health and well-being of the young people, Greta being the prime example, but for all the rest who may have eco-anxiety. But are you listening to them? Are you taking any action? I have to say, it's not the voice of the Environment Minister who's convincing me to take some steps. It's, it's the youngsters. It's the, it's the nieces and nephews and the 16 and 18 year olds who I've been speaking to who are directing me towards the choice of my next car. I'm in, I'm in a position at the moment where I do have a diesel vehicle that is probably too big for me. It's coming to the end of its uh, tenure. It is it is old and I want I need, I need, without a doubt if you went down to the car park there, you would say he needs a new car. But I don't want to buy a new diesel car, even though I would love to have exactly the same car again because I love driving it. I'm not going to buy the same type of car again. At the same time, I'm not prepared to buy a car that you have to plug into the wall or plug into a terminal on the streets of Belfast because I just think they are pretty pukey, those cars. I'm waiting, waiting to find the ideal car to buy and I'm not going to be able to afford to buy the top of the range expensive one, so I've got to wait until the top of the range expensive one is second hand. So I'm doing it on behalf of Greta and the other ones Greta's age. They're dictating to me my next choice of vehicle. So she is is succeeding there. 
Yes, there's no doubt she has been instrumental in inspiring uh, generations of young people around around the world in terms of her message. And it is a powerful message and it's an important message. But as I say, what I come back to is this isn't actually about the message. You just temporarily leave aside the content of what Greta was talking about to the United Nations and just look what you see and hear in front of you. That is a distressed child. And, you know, I to me, I mean, it was just, I suppose it was almost like a, a maternal reaction. I thought, that isn't right. You know, why are people applauding Greta? Yes, they should applaud her for all her incredible efforts, that's for sure. But why are they applauding her without making any reference to the fact that she's so horribly distressed? Yeah, it's exactly... Thought she, she needed she needed help with that. Yeah, it's exactly what the woman said to me in the conversation a number of days ago when she appeared on the, on the TV. Uh, Fanula's very well written. People can read it in the Belfast Telegraph. Thanks for speaking to us. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, Frank. Uh, Fanula Meredith with her take on Greta. Do you see her as a distressed youngster? Treble three one zero five. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.